0: Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Delivery fees may apply.
2: Hey, it's Wilfred Dill And Sabrina Bryan. And we're the hosts of the new podcast, Magical
0: Rewind.
1: You may know us from some of your favorite childhood TV movies, like My Date with the President's Daughter.
0: And the Cheetah Girls movies.
1: Together, we're sitting down to watch all the movies you grew up with and chat with some of your favorite stars and crew that made these iconic movies happen. So kick back, grab your popcorn, and join us.
0: Listen to Magical Rewind on the
2: iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: Brought to you by State Farm. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. So I'm a father of what? I gotta find a babysitter.
1: Tell you what, it must be nice to be a Democrat where you can walk up on stage just like John Kerry did yesterday, lie to the American people, lie to the media, and tell everybody that the sudden massive job losses in the oil and gas industry are somehow not Joe Biden's fault with this green and alternative energy climate change agenda that they are forcing on all of you. I was watching the White House press briefing and... The headline at the bottom of MSNBC was Biden executive action to elevate climate as a national security priority. Not like taking out ISIS or Al Qaeda or even dealing with domestic terrorism. No, 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 no. The Biden executive action is going to elevate climate change as a national security priority. So they've got this press conference and John Kerry is selling the American people, that what you should not be sleeping overnight, what should keep you up, what should make you worry, what should be the center of your universe and the conversation you're having with your family and friends, is climate change. And you need to focus on what we tell you is the real problem. And the real problem, and it's a national security priority, is climate change. We did... And there's really no telling long-term how much to improve the economy worldwide by the shutting down of the world with COVID-19. People are not driving like they used to to work. We've all seen that on the, on the expressway. You can drive around 4240. You see it. It's very clear. You can go anywhere in the country and you travel and you can see just how empty the streets are. Traffic is not a problem like it used to be. You know, you look over in China and they were showing mountains that you hadn't been able to see in 40 years. And the pictures. You saw in France how you could all of a sudden see the bottom. uh, Or in Italy, and the the canals, where they were saying in lifetime people had not seen the bottom of those canals because they were already so dirty, right? They were churned up so much the boats had stopped. The sediment had settled. You could even see dolphins going through the canals in Italy. These are just some of the examples. But look at your odometer. How many miles have you put on your car this year compared to last year? Mine's probably about a third less use in the last year. That's just the reality. It's probably less than a third. And the reason why is because we've all been staying home. You cannot tell me that this hasn't had a massive impact. You cannot tell me that this has not had a massive impact on our air quality and around the world. Not just in America, literally around the world. Now, of course, if you listen to the left, they will tell you there's two threats to you right now. Two massive threats to you. Number one, Donald Trump, we got to impeach him even though he's out of office. And number two, we've got to tell you that climate change is everything, and we've got to get gas prices back up, and they will go up. If you have buyer's remorse, it's on you, folks. I told you this was going to happen. If you voted for Joe Biden, you knew this was coming. I told you so. I warned you. I told you it was going to happen. If you didn't think this was going to happen, you weren't paying attention. This was always going to happen. We knew it was going to happen. This is what happens. When you get these crazy liberals and you give them power. Global warming, by the way, was not even on the top 10 issues in exit polling of the left on Election Day. Why are they going back to it? Because it's where they make their money, folks. This is how they get paid. This is how they make their cash. You don't believe me? Let me give you a new headline that, of course, the media is not going to be covering. There's a new headline out reminding you, warning you that Kamala Harris, now Vice President of the United States of America, SolarWinds, targeted by a massive cyber attack, hires Kamala Harris's husband, a, more, a former Chinese Communist Party-linked law firm, as their new lobbyist. SolarWinds, a software vendor used by the U.S. government and recently a target of a massive cyber attack, has now retained former law firm of Vice President Kamala Harris's husband as its lobbying group. Yeah, he's getting paid. You know who he's getting paid by? He's getting paid by a solar wind company. There's money to be made on the left. If you're on the left, you went and you invested heavy in this crap. And the reason why is because you knew this was part of your agenda. And now they're out there on TV selling it to you, telling you. Right? They're telling you that you got to do this, folks. Solar wind is where it's at. Solar wind is everything, folks. Solar wind is what you have to focus on. It's a national security issue, as they described it. Now, there's been a lot of job losses. Apparently, that doesn't matter right now. No one cares. Job losses are something you should not worry about. Job losses are something you shouldn't care about. Job losses are something you shouldn't even focus on, ask questions about. Because we're going to replace those jobs with other jobs. That's how they sell you on this. And this is exactly what they sold you during the Obama years. And it never materialized. It never happened. And full disclosure, sure, there were some jobs that were created in solar and they disappeared. They were subsidized by the federal government. Go look at Solyndra and the disaster of all the companies that we spent hundreds of millions of dollars, billions of dollars overall investing in. Go look at them. Take a look. How many of those jobs are still around today? They're not, because they're not permanent. They're temporary. They were never designed to be permanent. It was a political agenda you were pushing. Nothing more than that. It was just a political agenda. I want you to hear John Kerry at this press conference trying to make you believe that the massive sudden job losses in the oil and gas industry are not Biden's fault. Even though it's clearly, there's no one else to blame. Right? You can't blame Orange Man for this. The only reason why these jobs were lost is because of your new policies right when you came in. And the media did not push back. They were like, oh, okay, we'll report it that way. Sounds great. Thanks for playing. I'm going to play this for you in just a moment. It's the Ben Ferguson Show. Much more. And you'll hear John Kerry, what he had to say, And the media, of course, letting him off the hook when he says, oh, no, 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 no. These aren't our fault. This isn't our fault. Quickly, by the way, I got to remind you about something. You got two days left if you want to get in the fight on the statewide level and join for free the number one conservative organization in the country, AMAC. We're only going to be able to do it for two more days. We're going to give you that membership. Now, it'll cost you like $20 um, after uh, in two days. So don't wait. Join right now. AMAC is doing something really cool. They are actually going state by state and organizing members because every state's going to have different fights they're going to have to battle against First and Second Amendment rights being taken away from us, holding the administration accountable for what they're doing, trying to decimate the oil and gas industry. So if you've not joined the number one conservative organization in the country, AMAC, do it now because it's going to cost you about $20 in two days. Go to BenFreeOnline.com. That's BenFreeOnline.com. Okay, www.BenFreeOnline.com. And you can join the number one conservative organization in the country, and you'll get updates based on where you live. Doesn't matter what state you live in. The battles are going to be different state by state. You want to get organized. You want to know what you're fighting for in your state. You want to know how to fight back. Go to BenFreeOnline.com. Get your free membership to AMAC now. Uh, you got two days left to do it. After that, it's going to cost you about $20 to become a member. So why pay for it when I'm giving it to you for free right now? BenFreeOnline.com. National security. That is how the Biden administration has declared the war on natural gas and oil in this country. They're saying it's a national security issue, just like dealing with terrorism. John Kerry, who is in charge of shutting down and attacking the oil and gas industry because they say it's as dangerous as Al Qaeda. It's a top priority of the administration. It's a national security issue. Uh, They are now saying, yeah, a bunch of jobs are lost, but it's not our fault. Like, it's really not our fault, okay? Don't, Don't act like it's our fault. You can't blame us for the job losses. It's not. It's not our fault. I want you to take a listen to this question from the media to John Kerry after Biden takes executive action to elevate climate as a national security priority. If you would, um,
2: there certainly are oil and gas industry workers who are watching you both right now, who will hear the message that the takeaway to them is that
0: they are seeing an end to their livelihoods. Uh, what what do you say to them, particularly those people who who President Trump struck a chord with on the campaign trail when he promised to save their jobs? What is your message to them right now and also to the oil industry executives who are listening? Are you putting them on notice today?
3: Well, we didn't come here to put anybody on notice except to the seriousness of uh, President Biden's intent to uh, do what needs to be done to deal with this crisis. And it is a crisis. And. Um, uh, with respect to uh, those workers, no, no two people are more, uh, in this room, are more concerned about it. And the President of the United States has expressed in every comment he has made about uh, climate the need to uh, grow the new jobs that pay better, that are cleaner, that – I mean, you, know, you look at the consequences of black lung for a minor, for instance, and measure that against the fastest-growing job in the United States before COVID was solar power technician. The same people can do those jobs, but the choice of doing the solar power one now is a better choice. Similarly, uh, you have uh, the second fastest growing job pre-COVID was wind turbine technician. This is happening. 75%, 70% of all the electricity that's come online in the United States in the last few years came from renewables, not you know, coal plants have been closing over the last 20 years. So uh, what President Biden wants to do is make sure those folks have better choices, that they have alternatives, that they can be the people who go to work to make the solar panels. They were making them here at home. That is going to be a particular focus of the uh, Build Back Better agenda. And and I, I think that,
1: that I, I got to ask this question, though, before I let continue uh, with these lies. When he says pre-COVID, this was like the industry where everybody was getting paid, right? And it was just—you're insane not to jump on board. Like, we're going to make you all this money. The the statistics that he just described—show me where they are. You're telling me that no one was reporting on this massive growth in an industry that you're telling me is absolutely there. I want to see the data. I don't believe you. Second thing, did you notice how he pivoted to coal, not oil and gas? She did not ask a question about coal. Coal is totally different than oil and gas industry. And he pivoted, and they should have asked him, well, hold on a second. I'm not asking you about coal, Kerry. Right? I'm not asking. I didn't ask you about coal. That's not as coal has nothing to do with oil and gas. And he just says coal jobs are disappearing over the last 20 years. No one would dispute that fact. That's not the damn question they asked you. These are how this is, this is how much of a scumbag these guys are. They tell you that you can get a new job if you're in the oil and gas industry easily. And then they compare it to people losing jobs at coal, which was not the question at all. No one asked a question about coal. They asked a question about the oil and gas industry. You then decided you couldn't answer that question with a straight face. So you altered. You changed. You went to something that was totally unrelated. Cole had nothing to do with the question he was asked. There isn't anything that he was asked about that dealt with coal. Now, the second thing he just said that also just irritates the crap out of me is this idea that I can just go from a driller, right, fracking or one of the jobs or the pipeline and immediately just turn into a technician with wind. Who's going to pay for that change in my education who's going to change our pay for that trade school then who's going to pay for my family to leave where i'm living now to go to somewhere completely different to do this third thing he said that's just total crap he says we 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 gotta make these solar panels here how are you going to do that when you're fighting against China that can make them for 10 cents on the dollar compared to what the labor costs are and the unionization and your $15 minimum wage you're mandating now. You cannot make solar panels in America at a competitive rate compared to, the, to what they can do in China and other nations. You just can't. So he just throws us, Well, we got to make this stuff here. Okay, how are you going to do it? Show me a viable way to make it here. I'm willing to listen but you guys have already opened China back up to doing whatever the hell China wants to do. Right? You, you, you've literally already opened up China. And said, so China, start manufacturing everything again and just torch us. Go for it. Flat out, just, just blow this thing up. That's what they've been doing. Am I wrong? That is, I mean, is that not exactly what they've been doing? So he's selling you now nothing but a con artist response. I'm going to tell you that the coal jobs are dying, which is true, instead of actually answering the question about the oil and gas industry, because the oil and gas industry is not coal. Now, either he's deliberately lying to you or he's a complete dummy and doesn't know the difference between coal jobs and oil and gas jobs. John Kerry, by the way, is not a moron. Okay, he's not an idiot. I want to make that clear. He knows what he's doing here. He's not stupid. He understands what he's doing here. He's not an idiot. And the media lets him get away with it. No one, no one stops him in his tracks when he starts talking
3: about coal. They just let him keep talking. All the electricity that's come online in the United States in the last few years came from renewables. Not... You know, coal plants have been closing over the last 20 years.
1: Immediately right there, the media should have jumped in and said, Mr. Mr. You know, Kerry, Secretary Kerry, whatever you want to call this guy, I didn't ask you about coal. Coal has nothing to do with the oil and gas industry than the jobs that just were lost in oil and gas that were just decimated in oil and gas. With all due respect to the oil and gas uh, manufacturers, uh, workers, the executives that I asked you a question about, their industry has nothing to do with coal. Why are you talking about coal right now? But none of them asked the question. Quickly, by the way, I got to remind you about something. You got two days left if you want to get in the fight on the statewide level. And join for free the number one conservative organization in the country, AMAC. We're only going to be able to do it for two more days. We're going to give you that membership. Now, it'll cost you like $20 um, after uh, in two days. So don't wait. Join right now. AMAC is doing something really cool they are actually going state by state and organizing members because every state's going to have different fights they're going to have to battle against first and second amendment rights being taken away from us holding the administration accountable for what they're doing trying to decimate the oil and gas industry so if you've not joined the number one conservative organization in the country AMAC do it now cuz it's going to cost you about $20 in 2 days go to benfreeonline.com that's ben FreeOnline.com. Okay, www.dot.BenFreeOnline.com, and you can join the number one conservative organization in the country, and you'll get updates based on where you live. Doesn't matter what state you live in, the battles are going to be different state by state. You want to get organized? You want to know what you're fighting for in your state? You want to know how to fight back? Go to BenFreeOnline.com. Get your free membership to AMAC now. Uh, you got two days left to do it. After that, it's going to cost you about $20 to become a member. So why pay for it when I'm giving it to you for free right now? BenFreeOnline.com I, I got to get to this amazing story uh, that is taking the world by storm. And if you don't know what GameStop is, let me explain it to you because the entire world is enamored by what is happening right now. GameStop is a gamers heaven it is it is where they go to absolutely geek out it's where you buy video games and a lot of video game players also have gotten into day trading they've started using uh different sites like reddit and others to organize to kind of take on the rich people in this country that manipulate the markets and turn the in, you know, you turn Wall Street basically in their own personal casinos, turn in their own Vegas, right? It's a it's a true David versus Goliath story with what these gamers have done, and they totally destroyed the rich people yesterday. The people that do this every day manipulate the markets and don't go to prison for it, which is why this is such an amazing story. So these share prices for the video game retailer GameStop have shocked and really awed Everyone over the past week, after an online campaign to screw the hedge fund manager, the rich people on Wall Street, sent the stock literally soaring through the roof. Now, this is David versus Goliath, which is the reason why I think this is an amazing story. Wall Street saw an opportunity to make money by shorting the game stop stock. Say that three times fast. They started shorting it because they thought it was going to just, you know, they they saw it was going to tumble. That is when an online community of very small do-it-yourself investors, I'm, not, I'm talking about small as in we're not talking about a lot of money each of these people have, rallied to buy up shares in the company. It started to work. It rocketed the stock price to a dazzling 1,600% increase since the began, beginning of January. It has now cost hedge fund Short sellers, literally billions of dollars to cover their losses. What's happened has been characterized by everyone in the media worldwide in the money markets as a true David versus Goliath story. If you're in Wash, if you're in Hollywood right now, you should go ahead and start making this movie because I'm going to want to watch it. It's a story of how the little guys, the trolls, right, that are hated by Wall Street. On the Internet, from forum Reddit, have, at least for now, beat the credentialed expert billionaire investors of Wall Street. Game stock, like many retailers, have suffered during the coronavirus pandemic. But for years now, they've also been confronted with a changing market landscape. Simply put, customers are moving to online retail. They're buying now digital copies of their video games over the Internet, relying less on brick-and-mortar stores to go in and buy physical copies of the games they play. Last December, the retail chain, GameStop, facing mounting debt, announced it would close more than 1,000 stores by the end of the fiscal year in March, after already closing more than 783 stores in the past two years. As reported by Business Insider, in 2018, the company had a net loss of $485 million. It's not good. 2019, GameStop rebounded, slightly losing just $83 million, compared to the $485 million in the year before. And in 2020, it faces $19 million in net losses. In a bid to revitalize GameStop last September, investor Ryan Cohen, the founder of the online pet food retailer Chewy, decided to buy a 13% stake in the company and started campaigning for a change of the business model. Cohen envisioned GameStop as a competitor to Amazon, pushing for it to transition to online retail and compete in that space. On January the 11th, GameStop announced that it had added three new directors to its board, including Cohen. That caused the stock price to jump. At the beginning of 2021, the company's stock was trading at around $17. CNN even recounting that the company's stock price surged 13% after that announcement. But since then, what has happened is almost unexplainable. Wall Street observed GameStop's decline. And they decided to bet it would not be able to compete against Amazon. So they saw a big opportunity to make big money. Hedge funds, including Melvin Capital and Citron, indicated they would short the stock. Meaning you're betting against the stock going up. But when you're short a stock, it can get very expensive if you're wrong. Especially if you're wrong to the tune of what we've just witnessed by these people on Reddit. These gamers, right? Predicting that the increase in GameStock stock stock was only temporary and it would fall soon, they started shorting it like crazy. They were even tweeting it out. Citron Research on Twitter tweeted out January the 19th tomorrow at 11.30 Eastern. Citron will live stream the five reasons stock buyers at these levels are the suckers at the poker game. Stock back to $20 fast. We understand short interest better then you and will explain. Oh, well that just decided that, you know, at that point it's war, right? The arrogant rich people of Wall Street just tweeted out a tweet mocking the gamers. Last Wednesday, the Reddit community Wall Street Bets entered the equation. Wall Street Bets is essentially a messaging board that discusses day trading with some 3 million users who refer to themselves as the degenerates. After the news broke that Wall Street hedge funds were going to short game stock, members of the community started a campaign for the decentralized group of independent investors to buy up shares and attempt to squeeze the short sellers, forcing them to buy more of the stock they were trying to short to cover the losses as its prices went up, not down. Many act as their own stockbrokers using services like Robinhood to trade stocks at home using smartphone apps. And guess what happened? The little guys finally won. CNET reports that GameStop blasted their stock through the roof. Shares were at $17.25 and ended at $159 on Monday. On Tuesday, the stock price fell before rising back up to $147. Then the market rally drew the attention of the Tesla CEO, Elon Musk, who tweeted about it, causing more people to pay attention to what was happening after which the stock prices soared again. As of Wednesday morning, GameStop stock was trading at more than $315 a share. Insert the little guy's winning, which is amazing. By the way, GameStop shares are higher again as Reddit traders push the stock up, really wanting to squeeze these investors, these scumbags of Wall Street. Remember, these are the degenerates that are now doing this. The astounding success of Reddit's campaign has... Some members of Wall Street saying, we got to regulate them. we got to shut them down because that's what they do when you get in the game, right? Wall Street Bets community attempted to replicate what they'd done with these other companies, then decided to do it with AMC, the movie company, and BlackBerry, the old phone that everybody had. As for the short sellers, Melvin Capital was forced to close out its short position Tuesday afternoon after taking massive losses. CNBC could not report the exact amount Melvin Capital lost, but did note that Citadel and Point72 have infused close to $3 billion into the hedge fund to cover some of their massive losses. For some of the degenerates on Redditors, as they're also called, the whole episode was amazing. It was a meme stock that really blew up, Wall Street moderator told Wire.com. The massive short contributed more towards the meme stock. In total, short sellers have lost more than $5 billion this month on GameStop GameStop stocks, I should say. Credential investors have expressed that they're angry. Hedge fund managers saying in a now-deleted tweet, Michael Burry, that what they had done with GameStop was unnatural, insane, and dangerous. Burry, who became famous for betting against the housing bubble, was the subject of the big short movie. Yeah. Also said there should be legal and regulatory repercussions, probably because he lost money. But the degenerates, as they describe themselves, argue that what they're doing is no different from a hedge fund taking action to manipulate a stock's price. Insert Tucker Carlson last night, saying... Now, the government wants to shut down the little guy from actually making some money doing exactly what the big guys have been doing for decades, because the Internet's now fighting back. Hedge funds do a lot of things to make money, but one of those
2: things is trading in the options market, shorting companies, in other words, making money when the stock price of other companies, sometimes American companies, goes down. They lose money, hedge funds make money, It's part of the business model, shorting stocks. So. Borrowing shares and selling them on the expectation that those shares will decline in value. Well, for the past several months, hedge funds have shorted the stock of a retailer called GameStop. People online watch this. This kind of stuff happens all the time. And by the way, sometimes hedge fund managers go on television, we've talked about this before on the show, and attack specific companies or whole sectors of the economy, hoping the value will go down and they can profit from it. That's pretty ugly. Very ugly. It's very wrong. It's apparently legal, though. So people on watched all this and ultimately they decided to act. A group of people on Reddit decided to buy up GameStop options and that triggered a chain reaction that drove GameStop's share price higher and higher and higher. As of today, shares of GameStop are up 1,700% since the beginning of the month. That means people on Reddit profited people in hedge funds who were betting that share price would go down lost money and that's a crime only people who work for hedge funds are allowed to manipulate the market often with the help of CNBC Normal people are not allowed to do that already the people in charge of our system are outraged that anyone without an official position at a hedge fund would dare manipulate the market to their benefit The communications platform Discord has taken action against this. They've shut down the day traders, claiming that they're committing hate speech. (laughs) In other words, if you do what hedge funds do, but you don't work at a hedge fund, you're a racist. Obviously. (laughs) It's just the beginning. Today, the CEO of NASDAQ jumped to the hedge fund's rescue and suggested that day trading would need to be halted.
3: If we see a significant
0: rise in the chatter on social media channels, and then we also match that up against unusual trading activity, we will potentially halt that stock to allow ourselves to investigate the situation, to be able to engage with the company, and to give investors a chance to recalibrate their positions.
2: So this seems like a really big and significant story. This is not a
1: financial show, though. We're not fluent, really, in this stuff. Charles Payne By the way, I'm going to let you hear what Charles Payne a good friend of the show, had to say about this. But you can hear now, they're freaking out. They are absolutely losing their minds and freaking out that the little guy actually had a big victory. Quickly, by the way, i got to remind you about something. you got two days left if you want to get in the fight on the statewide level. And join for free the number one conservative organization in the country, AMAC. We're only going to be able to do it for two more days. We're going to give you that membership. Now, it'll cost you like $20.00. Um, after, uh, in two days. So don't wait. Join right now. AMAC is doing something really cool. They are actually going state by state and organizing members. Because every state's going to have different fights they're going to have to battle against First and Second Amendment rights being taken away from us. Holding the administration accountable for what they're doing, trying to decimate the oil and gas industry. So if you've not joined the number one conservative organization in the country, AMAC, do it now. Because it's going to cost you about $20 in two days. Go to BenFreeOnline.com. That's BenFreeOnline.com. Okay, www.BenFreeOnline.com. And you can join the number one conservative organization in the country. And you'll get updates based on where you live. Doesn't matter what state you live in. The battles are going to be different state by state. You want to get organized. You want to know what you're fighting for in your state. You want to know how to fight back. Go to BenFreeOnline.com. Get your free membership to AMAC now. Uh, you got two days left to do it. After that, it's going to cost you about $20 to become a member. So why pay for it when I'm giving it to you for free right now? BenFreeOnline.com. Charles Payne is a guy that really understands the little man, the little guy. I've known Charles now for almost 20 years. He does an incredible show over at Fox Business Uh, He is a guy that understands Wall Street really well from being kind of an outsider that became an insider. And that the little guy and the average American should have a chance to make money on Wall Street is is really what he advocates for. Charles Payne uh, was brought on Tucker's show last night talking about what has been done by these people on the Internet to say, screw you, to the big hedge fund managers. And now Wall Street's like, well, we're going to figure out a way to make sure this never happens again. We're the only ones that can make money. (laughs) <laughs> Take a listen to what he had to say uh, as he was talking to Tucker about this is a huge victory for David and Goliath lost and now Goliath is trying to shut down anything that they are doing da- that the Davids of the world are doing on the internet to try to make some money on Wall Street doing the same exact thing that these Wall Street scumbags do every single day. A really big and
2: significant story. This is not a financial show though we're not fluent really in this stuff. Charles Payne is, he's hosted Making Money with Charles Payne on Fox Business. And so we're grateful to have him on tonight to explain what is going on and what it means. Charles, thanks for coming on.
0: Hey Tucker, you hit a whole lot of it, but let me just fill it in a little bit more because not only are these folks, uh, these uh, these hedge funds, selling these the stock, they don't own the stock, so they borrow it. Imagine you borrow a stock that's trading at ten dollars, and then you drive the share price down, and then you buy it back for a dollar. You make the difference nine bucks. And to your point, they're allowed to short so much stock. Do you know the amount of stock that was out on GameStop? Let's just say 100% of the shares that are out. Well, they shorted 140% of the stock. So, so they borrowed the same stock over and over and over the same shares and sold it into the market over. Their their job, their mission was to drive GameStop to zero. Zero. No one said a word on any financial network, particularly CNBC, which always lets the shorts come on and a sale go, go to war with companies, almost voiceless companies. So, what happens? Some people get wind of this. Uh, these folks that you said, uh, these, in the, these individual investors, they decide to buy the stock up. They start to pressure the shorts. It's called a short squeeze, and it's working and Wall Street is losing its mind, and Wall Street now wants to change the rules of the game because a bunch of people with accounts ranging from $500 to $2,500 are taking down the billionaires.
2: Amazing. So the options, I mean, it's a much longer conversation about whether the options market actually helps the real American economy in any way, but unless I'm missing what you're saying, when individual investors tried to do what, hedge funds do every day, but to the benefit of GameStop, they're now racist for doing that, and they need to be purged from the (laughs) internet.
0: Well, you know, in in any war, the first thing you want to do is cut off the line of communication. So hence, they are going to be cutting off this discord, right? They're not going to allow the communication. So (laughs) once you do that, then you start to change other rules
1: of the game
2: clearly charles Payne, i really appreciate your coming on tonight thank you i
1: I love this by the way finally and and i don't think they're gonna let them win again right msnbc is watched by the elites they're not gonna and they'll let anybody come on and destroy a company as long as they can make money for the other elites they're not gonna let this go like they're gonna make sure this cannot happen every week hell they're gonna make sure it can't happen once a year that's why they're gonna shut down these reddit forums saying oh these reddit forums." You can't actually, come on, you can't actually let this go, right? You can't actually say that this should happen. We're going to make sure it never happens again because we are the only ones that can make money. So we'll shut it down. We'll make sure that you guys never have an opportunity to do it again. You never have a chance to do it again. We're going to shut you down. We're going to silence you. We're going to make sure... That the little man can't, the Davids of the world cannot have success ever. That is exactly what they're advocating for. And I'll tell you, I, I think this is one of the greatest things. Uh, the fact that Elon Musk is screwing with Wall Street the way that he is, bringing attention to when this stuff happens, I love it. I, I, I genuinely love what has happened here. It is It is amazing. What is happening? All right. Quick reminder, our podcast is up every single day. So if you missed any of our back episodes, go back uh, and check them out. Also, uh, so we can communicate with you directly, make sure that you subscribe for free to our text messaging so that we can get in touch with you in case big tech makes us disappear. All you got to do is literally text us to 55433. Uh, That's our phone number. 55433 five, three. uh your text itself just send the word ben and hit send okay so where you'd normally write like hey honey what do you want for dinner or hey what time will you be here just write the word ben and hit send our phone number again 55433 five, three. that's 55433 five, three. text the word ben all right i will see you guys back here tomorrow on our podcast have a great day
0: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
2: My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of the Drudge Report.